some sexy shit want to give a huge huge shout out to new soul for that awesome intro music um we love you guys you guys and the soul citizen family are fucking legit and beautiful human beings i am your host kaizen i am drinking dragon's milk i was literally getting show assets ready until 30 seconds ago so sorry for the late start um also we did say that we were going to be giving away a free copy of New World on the show today. And I got to tell you, I'm sorry. That was a lie. We're giving away two copies. So fucking stay tuned, brothers. Uh, with me tonight or today, depending on how you, you see it, where you're at, we got Souverine. Say hi, Suv. Hello. What you drinking, brother? Uh, I'm not drinking anything at all, because uh, I'm hungover. Fair. We also have Ben Moss Woodward, Edelweiss. Say hello. Well, hello. I'm um, Boss Lady might have been dancing to the music. Mm. That's not what I do to that music. Wow. Just saying. Wow. And I'm, I'm drinking coffee. What, 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 well, do tell. What do you do to that music? Well, let's just say what I do to that music involves a mustache. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice, Good. very nice. Good. I think you're giving somebody a mustache ride? Or somebody's giving you a mustache <laughs> ride? Whatever. Hey, whatever. Something along those lines. Whatever. It's yeah. all good. I must ask you a question. What's that? What's your question? I must ask you a question. Uh, oh, 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 so, Jesus Christ. Oh my God, it's that witty British humor I've been hearing about. <laughs> That's, wow. Wow, that's a thing. That dry American humor I've been hearing about. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just talk shit and pop you right in the mouth, son. That's how we do. Um, hey, I know you like popping it in the mouth. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank you for, for noticing. Um, also, a little next less teeth next time. All right. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. Jesus Christ, what a Sorry, I, I, I've been re also reading Aliens and picking less, less teeth. Hell yeah. You guys, yeah. you guys, you, you guys know the show. We basically just bring you all the cool shit you might have missed. So yeah, um, hold on one second. I got to message a guy. We're live on the air and giving away a copy of New World. Get your ass Two over here. You said. Yes, that's true. But. Fuck it. When he gets here, he gets here. Um, all right. Yeah, we're super professional with this show. Let's get it moving. Uh, as, as I said, we bring you all the cool shit you might have missed. And let's start right off the bat with something very fucking cool that you might have missed. And uh, let's make sure that you catch it. Hold on. Let me move this here. Jesus, I got to do. I should prep for this show, but it's called zero prep, so I don't feel that guilty. Prep for it. You're you're you already prepped for it too much. No no prep. Zero prep. All right, here we go. The very first thing that's fucking awesome that you gotta see: Stranger Things fucking trailer drops season four. Let's get on with it. 
right above you. Children, go running. Night breezes seem to whisper, I love you. Birds singing in the sycamore tree. Dream a little dream of supposed to be looking for here the world is full of obvious things which nobody by any chance ever observes Sherlock Holmes I cannot wait! I don't know about you guys. Now, look, I gotta ask, so let's go around the horn. Sue, do you have you watched seasons one through three of Stranger Things? Oh, let me unmute. Be better. Go ahead. Uh, I've watched season one and I've watched a bit of season two, but I gave up. I loved, I absolutely loved season one. I thought it was brilliant. Um, and season two, uh, I, I just didn't like it as much. I, I don't like series when they don't feel like they're planned from the beginning. And season two didn't feel like a natural. It didn't feel like like it, it's the it's the lost thing and the and the the Babylon Five thing. Like I, I I just don't like I don't like series when they've made it because it's popular and they thought oh we might as well make season two rather than we've plotted it from the beginning and we know exactly what we're fucking doing just to um, be clear just to be clear before you get a wall of hate mail suv <laughs> knows that babylon 5 was planned as one long story seasons one I through four wait wait no, no wait 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 i think in suv's defense he knows full well but what he's talking about was when they told they were being canceled in season four so they wrapped up the story and then just tacked on a bullshit season five because they were like oh i guess we're not canceled right suv correct that's exactly it yeah season <laughs> um, seasons one season four is too cramped because they thought they were they thought they were having to fit two seasons into it and then season five is all padding and it just wastes your time and i kind of feel like i kind of feel like when when series when series have been written and there's like two or three series and it's really tight and they know exactly what they're doing um i love it when they've made it just because it was popular and now they think oh you know who can get off with who this season and, and who's gonna have a personal crisis this oh it just it just feels like they're wasting your time it's not i don't know like i'm not expressing myself very well but um uh, but yeah, and, and also like I loved the I loved the nostalgia thing of the first season of Stranger Things. Absolutely loved it. Mm. Um, but it it kind of felt self-referential and very deliberate after mm. that. And um, I watched a couple of I think I did watch season two, but I don't remember anything about it. And then I watched a couple of episodes of season three and just hated it. So I I, haven't, um, I see I, I didn't even know that season four was coming out. I I will say season two to me, I agree with you. The beginning. Like, the first half of season two seemed a little, eh. But they, I thought they wrapped it up strong. And season three, I felt like it was it was really, overall, really, really good. Really, really strong. Um, but that's just me. Okay. That's just yeah, me. Yeah, fair enough. Ben, what did you think? 
I think it's about damn time. We've been waiting for this for so long. Mm. Um, you know, we had the teaser yep. that something is coming right after the end of season three. Yep. And it's been, what, three years now? It's been a hot minute. And here's it's the other thing ages. that's weird. Here's the other thing that's super, super weird. Um, what do you guys think of this? The teaser stuff that we got before, like right after season three ended, it was all about, you know, hoppers in Russia and weird shit yeah. in Russia and this, that, and the other. And then this trailer did not even touch any of that. You never saw, first off, you never see Hopper. You never see any of the parents. You never see six. You literally just see this weird kids investigating uh what is presumably Thanks. some kind of a ghost story what's what's the kid 11 sorry 11 I, whatever it's been three years dude when did you get six from Jesus. it's been Keep three fucking that. years all right but whatever <laughs> you know what i'm talking about the little girl whatever the fuck her name is baldy it was odd. i get it yeah yeah <laughs> millie Bo millie bobby brown or something like that yeah sure yeah. sure the, the yeah. non-cokehead bobby brown yeah um <laughs> so like what did you guys think of that? Like, isn't that, isn't that interesting? Because it took such yeah, a jump. Yeah, it's just 1950s let, comes out of left field vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that clock has been in it all the way throughout. It has. Oh, interesting. Mm hmm So, like, not... It's been all, all the way through all the trailers. I mean, which not gives me the whole... Yeah. Not the whole series. Which gives me a uh, 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 sort of very... Um, very Lion, the Witch, and the Ward, uh, like yeah. C.S. Lewis vibes. And also, there was that show, The Ma Magicians, where they had that clock was a big part of the whatever. And that was very much, in a way, mm -hmm. sort of spoofing uh, C.S. Lewis's works. Uh, I mean, I'm get this is obviously related somehow to the 1950s. That house and that family seemed fairly well set up. Yeah. It's I'm interesting. I'm wondering if. Because this is, you know, the show's mid-80s, I guess, by now. You know, 85, I guess, 87, something like that. I would say late 80s, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so coming up to the end of the Fall of the Berlin Wall and things, then, if it's late 80s. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if they can tie this in to real Cold War stuff, Russia, a bit like what we were seeing, if... As well as it going into, you know, somehow getting over to Russia, they've also somehow gone back 40 or 30 years. Maybe. I, I would think the I best. I would, what? I would think the best clue as to the time frame of the show <laughs> would be the zeitgeist of the fact that when a little curly headed boy went to camp, summer camp, and 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 made his uh, you know cootsie poo whatever fucking radio ham radio girlfriend. Yeah, their big oh, that, yeah. their big touchstone never was never ending, ending story. story. So never ending story came out in '84, and you have to think yep. about the fact that if it was already to the point where they had memorized the words or whatever, at that point it was probably a it Betamax was tape. VHS then. Yeah. It was a Betamax, not VHS. They didn't have VHS in '84, I don't think, but Betamax and like yeah. and like so. At that point, you're talking 86-ish, and if you're talking 86-ish, then the shows normally do progress sort of ahead a year or two between each season, so yeah, you're talking 87-ish? Yeah, I mean... God damn, I, I think know, I just, just went full on Rain Man with that. But it's, all, it's going full... Like, that, that family is so from the 50s. Well, so, 
but but it's very clear that the story, the premise that you're seeing in the trailer is there was a family in the 50s. Yeah. They lived in a house where weird shit happened. That yeah. house is now abandoned. Like nobody ever like they obviously died and or left and We've no got a one good old home to tights. No one ever went back and then the kids are at now in the mid to late 80s are going to like investigate this house. So yeah. you have to think about the fact that like Okay, the government built some huge secret facility in the middle of fuck off nowhere. Why would they the build it there? Russia. Maybe because maybe because that is a location that like there's ley lines and there's all kinds of weird shit where it's like maybe and and you know, this is all sci-fi mumbo jumbo made up shit, but like in the mythology of the show, maybe where they're at is some sort of a weakness in the barrier between our dimension and the upside down. And as a result, like maybe in the fifties, one of those fucking weird demon dogs came through and ate a family of fucking nineteen fifties people, and then they were like, "Oh shit!" And nobody went back there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. This is all yeah, just it's just what the hell is going off here? I, and and I hope it's early twenty twenty two. I mean, I saw twenty twenty two, and I'm like, oh no, it's like next year yet still. No, I agree. I think I, it's I like, think early. You know, we are now in September of 2021. Where did where the hell did this year go to? So if you look at if you look at the last time that they dropped trailers and shit, they dropped trailers like three or four months before they released a thing. I'm thinking we're I'm I honestly am thinking that it was probably aimed at coming out 2021 before Christmas time, and then you know COVID delays, yada yada. I'm so sick of hearing COVID delays. Oh my like, god, yes. I mean, but, 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 okay, but I'm thinking realistically, maybe whatever, and it might be a thing January, February-ish 2022. Oh, so let's just go around the horn. Ben, are you hyped? I, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm all over, and I've been waiting for this for three years now. Suv, are you hyped? Is this Stranger Things still? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a Stranger Things still. Whoa. It's the only thing we've <laughs> talked about so far this show. That's my answer. I'm, I'm not hyped. <laughs> I am hyped because I love Stranger Things. I want to see what's going on with fucking Hopper in Russia. I want to yeah. see Hopperski make a break for it and get back to... He's got to get back to Winona Ryder. I shipped the fuck out of those two. All right. So that's the first thing on the agenda. Anybody got anything else for it before I kick it off? Nope. All right. Here I was liking the... You know, just looking at it, I was, I was trying to nerd out over the badges that... Dustin had on his bag and things like that because that's that's kind of my thing. Mm. As the um, as the Mexican of the squad, I'm gonna say badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Tonight we will achieve what no one has even attempted. We will summon and imprison death. I give you a coin made from a stone. And I give you a feather. From an angel's wing. I give you the blood from my vein. We summon you together! Help! Death has family, desire, destiny, despair. Which one have I got? Dream. You're going to need all the help you can get.
other than a Twitch thing. Yeah. God yeah, damn. All right. Oh, so, welcome back. How was that? So that was the Netflix. Well, good to you. All right. Let me, oh! Can I please <laughs> fucking explain what this is before you interrupt? Hang on, you just disappeared off on Suvenai and we didn't know what the fuck was going off. What what happened is we jumped to the next trailer. Are, are you not you watching the show? You didn't tell any of this. Okay. And no, yeah. I didn't, Here, and no, we didn't see the Sandman trailer either. Small note for the other members of the fucking cast. Maybe watch the show. I okay. am watching the show and I didn't see the Sandman trailer on it. We this just played it. We literally it, just played it. Uh, I've literally been watching and it's still... It's been... Uh, the New World stuff all along. Did- wait, is, did I fuck up somehow? Did nobody else see the- Did no one else see the fucking trailer for Sandman play on the let's, thing? Let's play it again for fun. Alright, here we go! Trailer we for the Sandman! Thing. Take two! No, see, people are saying, I saw it. It's just you motherfuckers who aren't paying attention, even though you're on the show. So, but Sandman. If we, if we didn't see it, because Suva and I were shitting ourselves, like, fuck, Kai's gone. Yeah, we thought, we we thought something was... would have happened. Okay. So, all right, for our fans of the show, what happened is the people on the show are just bad at doing a show. Here we go. We're going to play the trailer again for you to see it because the people on the show weren't paying attention. Hey, maybe pull up the show. Here we go. Tonight, we will achieve what no one has even attempted. We will summon and imprison death. I give you a coin made from a stone. And I give you a feather pulled from an angel's wing. I give you the blood from my vein. We summon you together! Death has family, desire, destiny, despair. Which one have I got? Dream. You're gonna need all the help you can get. Okay, so... For those of you who've seen the trailer a second time now, that's Sandman, Neil Gaiman's fucking epic comic book series that is like legit god tier, like beyond S tier level amazing shit. Uh, does anybody have, hop in guys, does anybody have anything with regard to Sandman, with regard to your history with reading them as comic books and I or... haven't read them as comics. I'm I love Neil Gaiman's books, but I haven't read his those comics. Oh, I've, no, I've not read Sandman either, and I've always really wanted to, and loads of my friends have, have raved about them and I'm mm. well aware that I should. It's brilliant though. That looks really good. I happen to spend six months living with an exotic dancer named Tracy Weatherby who got me into Sandman. And I gotta say, she introduced me to Neil Gaiman in general. Holy what's, fuck! What's like? Yeah, <laughs> and in person and in general. What was yeah, Tracy? But... What was Tracy like? Tracy was amazing. Huge. Uh, never mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Sandman is one of my favorite series. I read all of them. She had the 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 special. You know what it's the it's like when it's not. It's like a comic book, but like it's a thick bound, like where they kept like ten. You mean an episodes. album? Yeah, 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 yeah. The portfolios or whatever the fuck those like, special where Anthology. it's it's beyond comic book. Now it's graphic novel where it's like oh, right. very swanky. Yeah, she had all of those, and I read through them, and they were so good. And that led me to read Hogfeather, American Gods, uh, uh, Nancy Boys, all of all of uh, Gaiman's works, including Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, Gaiman in this one, Gaiman in that one, just Gaiman by himself. Like I am a huge Gaiman fan. What did you guys think? He he also did the Day of the Dead episode of Babylon Five. De, de, de lo Muerto, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what did you guys think of this trailer? Are you excited? Like, it looks I, brilliant. I don't, oh. I can't relate it to the source material because I've not seen it, but it looks good. Mm. Yeah, I do like, um, I do like Gaiman. So. I, it, okay, it's it's very high quality as well. Like, looks looks high budget. Looks looks excellent. Very much so. After having read all of the original source material, I'm like, I, I literally. My dick is so hard that my desk is leaning away from me at this point. Like, mm. I am ready for this series. I was like, what? Like, I never would have thought someone would have had the balls to do Sandman. Just because, I mean, for a million different reasons. But, hey, they did Preacher, so, like, I guess anything is open now. Um, See, what I'm waiting for is a Neverwhere one. Oh, my God, no. Neverwhere! You know, that's I, I Neverwhere is my favorite his my favorite book of his and I just want anything in that universe. I I, I love the idea of the, of that universe that they're in. And oh, I just it's uh, such so good. I think the best I've had is a BBC audio drama little bit of it. Mm. Yeah, the the um, Neverwhere audio BBC audio drama was actually really good. I I listened to it. Um but god I I would love to see Netflix or Amazon or somebody like that do Neverwhere. Oh, fuck yeah. 100%. But I'm just psyched that we're getting Sandman. Like, oh, yes. I'm so, it's, it's, it's so good. Uh, so, like, I, it's weird because, so as I'm the only person, I guess, of the series that, like, that, like I partook. And could I you, am, go ahead. Could you, could you give us a summary of it? Like no, assuming assuming that some of our re- uh, listeners don't know either, like maybe you could I, give I, us a potted nope, like no, not spoilers, but like a, a setup maybe. I literally could not. It's a graphic novel that went for like I don't sixteen different fucking like volumes, and like it, it, that would be like, hey man, can you sum up the Bible in thirty words or less? Like, no, I can't. It's. <laughs> It's that okay, fucking... Yes, 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 I can. All right, go for it. Um, Carpenter has if, a if, day. No. Events in this book may or may not be related to realistic people. That is not a summary of the story. That's commentary. Uh, any, any, any relations are purely fictional? <laughs> That's a warning, fucking local. <laughs> okay. You're, yeah. No, it, it, it... So basically, the story is... The story is the Sandman is dream. So basically it's like um, in American Gods where 
the different gods are conceptualized in different ways where you so you have like odin and 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 yeah. marduk and 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 you know this one and that one krishna and whatever so it's kind of like that but it's like there's there's one pantheon that like sort of aren't recognized by humans and it's like death and greed and dream and lust and love and all of these different gods are represented and in in a way a thing happens i don't want to like i feel like i, I don't want to spoiler it a thing happens where dream i mean you saw it in the in the in the trailer dream ends up uh coming to earth in, in not sort of by choice but then when he gets here he's like well fuck it's like that what was that short story death takes a holiday that turned they turned into a uh a, a, a twilight zone episode where it's like so dream then sort of is like eh, i want to go for a walkabout and ends up having these ex weird experiences while walking the earth kind of kung fu style kind of kwai jang kang walking the earth style and it's it's just amazing and surreal and i, I it's hard to even try to put into words but look here's the deal netflix is going to have the show check it out i highly recommend you check out the graphic novels by neil gaiman they are amazing there's many of them yes um just yes. Uh, if if no one has anything to add, let's hop to the foundation trailer. Does anybody have anything? Different. For the members of the cast, I am now going to play the foundation trailer. You should watch the foundation trailer. Here we go. You can predict the future. People believe I can, and they don't like the future I predict. Foundation is the greatest science fiction work of all time, and it's never been brought to the screen before. It was such a phenomenal influence on the Star Wars universe. Even things like Dune were influenced by Foundation. The might of the Imperium has brought peace to thousands of worlds. It's a story of ideas, and they are bold ideas. On one side, you've got the genetic dynasty, the Empire. On the other side, there's Harry Seldon in a thousand-year chess game in order to save a galaxy. Change is frightening, especially to those in power. It's epic. It's epic in its ambition. It's epic in its storytelling. It's a thousand-year tale. The trick was figuring out how to take these weighty ideas that span a millennia and make them emotional. Risk my life coming here. You made a choice. The story expands in such a huge way. There's so much in every episode. There's fighting and hatred and love. 
It just speaks to the human experience and empathy and power. The size and ambition of the show is massive and it's fantastic. It took a while for the world to be ready for foundation and that age has finally arrived. You came here hoping to save your world. I'm asking you to dream bigger. Only we can short of the darkness. God damn, is that good? Holy shit. Now, to be clear, this series started on Apple TV two days ago. On Friday, so two days ago. The first two episodes are out now for you to watch. I've saw in the chat people are like, is this a book or a game or a TV show, whatever? It's a series of books that are eight books long that came out many, many years ago. And it is now a TV series that has just begun. The first two episodes dropped last Friday. And... It will drop one episode every Friday from now on until they get to the end of season one, which is 10 episodes long. And then, you know, hopefully, theoretically, enough people buy it. Next year, we'll have season two out. They're already starting on season two, so I think season two is a given, but like, please. And I see in the chat, people are like, ha ha, Kyle always says, buy it or steal it, I'm not your dad. I'm saying in this case, buy it. Steal an iPad, fine. Fuck Apple. I don't care about them. But buy it to show Apple, Netflix, iTunes, Amazon, all of the big cunty corporations that you're willing to give money to support world-class sci-fi because it's so fucking good. Now, I've seen the first two episodes and holy shit is it good. So do not steal this. Buy it to support it and then go steal other shit from Apple. Because fuck Apple. What do I care about that? Ben, Soof, get in on this, brothers. I'm not going to watch it yet. I'm going to wait for a few more episodes to drop down. Um, and then as binge? I said, I haven't... And then binge. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched the... I haven't read the books, as I said last week. I am not getting an Apple subscription just for this. Okay. Um, because I... Oh, I, I mean, I did learn the other day that apparently I can actually watch it on something that isn't an Apple device. So hmm. that's a benefit, at least. Yeah, you can watch it. I, um, I watch it on my computer, on my 69-inch yeah. wide monitor, curved monitor, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, at least I can watch it on that, but... If the the most I might do is buy a month of Apple TV if I can. Sure, you if can. I can. If I can, if I can buy it, if I can get Apple TV for a month, you can. I might watch this, watch um, for all mankind. Yeah, watch that, mm -hmm. and then cancel my subscription. You can do that, and then call call it good. I can do that and do that. Call it good, and that that works for me. I um, I highly recommend people buy Apple TV when this is out watch it, and then literally cancel it the second they're not streaming this just to send the message like, yeah, give us more of this and we'll give you money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting Apple TV for this. Yes. 
So and, yeah, and, I might and, I might do that, but and you can watch it on uh, Chrome or whatever yeah. browser you use. Yeah. 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 So I can do that, and that's all good. Um, but that obviously means I want to wait another eight weeks at least. Okay. That's you, boo. You do you. Yep. Suv, what do you think, brother? It looks spectacular. It looks mm. absolutely spectacular. Mm. Production quality looks uh, looks just as it it looks just as exciting as um as like the Dune trailers, for example, in terms of like tone and style and production quality. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe mm. Apple have just written. I don't know because I've not seen it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have read the books mm -hmm. or, or some of the books. Mm. And um, I've read them a few times, and I've read them again fairly, pre so fairly recently. Um, and I am dubious as to how faithful they are to the books. Um, the the books are not action novels, really. There's a little bit of action in some of them, but they're mm -hmm. they're like a lot of the stuff in. If you hadn't shown me the word foundation at the end, I'd have, I'd have had absolutely no idea what that referred to at all. So um, to be clear, just to be very very clear. The show isn't really super action-y either, and the show definitely does not start off with Foundation. The show is starting off with Prelude to Foundation, and you know uh, how there's you know how there's Prelude to Foundation, and then there's Forward to Foundation. the 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 show seems to be sort of so far. It's like they took half of the 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 last half of Prelude to Foundation book, and the first half of Forward to Foundation. And they put them together for the first two episodes. Like it's, yeah, okay. it, it is a hundred percent. Like so far, it's a hundred percent true to the source material, but definitely not in the chronology of the way the books were released. Okay, all right, fair enough, interesting. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, yeah, um, do you be, it doesn't. It looks like, it looks like they've bought the license and written a completely unrelated sci-fi story and um, uh, that doesn't have a lot to do with the original plot. Um, mm. If so, it might still be very, very good indeed. Um, that might be a that might be too cynical read on it. They might have not mm -hmm. done that. It might be very faithful to it. But a lot of the a lot of the scenes in there looked didn't remind me of anything I remember from the books at all. Um, and um, I suspect they've played pretty fast and loose with characters as well. Um, so judging by a couple of the names that popped up. Mm. So, um, however, it's probably still very good. It, I'm not saying it's not going to be brilliant TV, but I'm not sure it'll be particularly true to Foundation. Um, okay. Foundation has some really toothy themes that that I, I, I find Foundation a, a slightly difficult read because um, yeah. it, it has the... Uh, Foundation is the... The crux of it is kind of the idea that... Um, humans i mean there's loads of there's loads of things to it but one it's aspect of it dry. is that yeah well the the thing that people talk about a lot is the is the idea of um i can't remember what they call the the science they use but the the idea that you can essentially use psychohistory yes what we know as um chaos theory basically to mm -hmm. um to predict large scale uh sort of civilization and like civilization development even in the minutiae from um from mass human behavior mm. even much much earlier um it, it's kind of it's a little bit like meteorology with people mm -hmm. um and um but the, the the sort of nub of it is the idea that cer certain people can shape that and that idea has always stuck in my craw a bit I, I don't love the idea that people um 
that just because somebody thinks they can influence all of the mm. human race for better, I, I don't like the idea that unelected people would take it upon themselves to do so. I sort of, you know, I, 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 I sort of feel, I feel a bit like saying, who the fuck do you think you are? I um, should, and, I, I should, so. I should counter your point by actually saying that they address this in the series where so far where I'm at, at the, at having watched episode one and two, I honestly feel like they're making a very nuanced argument that in a way, Harry Seldon is a sort of a, a Messiah yes. figure, but also in a way they show that like he is definitely flawed yeah. and they make a very clear argument that he is in a way a hero and in a way a mass murderer at the same time. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, that sounds really good. That sounds really, really good because the book doesn't really question it. Isaac Asimov was a scientist and mm -hmm. his books are... His books fairly simply champion the idea that sign that 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 boring white middle-aged scientific men know what's best for everybody, and I broadly, and it irks me that the books don't really dig into the morality of that particularly. So um, and this sounds like it's a bit more thoughtful, so that sounds really good. And lots of lots of real-world people who not everybody agrees with site foundation and this very idea as an inspiration elon musk for example and um mm -hmm. an ex an ex governor of the um of the uh the federal reserve whose name i forget mm -hmm. have both both said in, independently at different times that foundation really inspired them and the idea that the idea that if you know what's best for everybody you should you should quietly do something to to do what in your judgment will make everybody's lives better it and seems should, a very it seems a very sort of asian sort of very like you're a cog in the machine view yeah it is a bit it, it, it's just yeah i just i just find it stratospherically arrogant that some mm. that some nerd could say well i know science therefore i i'm unelected but who cares i'm still gonna i'm still gonna massively control everybody without their consent because i in my infinite wisdom have decided it's the right thing to do it, it just it just really fucks me off and um i've always found foundation a slightly tricky read because of that so if if this if the series questions that a little bit more than Asimov did, then great. That sounds good. I'd like to watch it. It's it, it, it does quite a bit. Um I should say I mean, let's be honest. I think Foundation series to me is maybe one of the strongest sci fi series to ever exist. And Isaac Asimov is a, yeah. Isaac Asimov is a god in my opinion. However, I will grant the point very, very clearly that I think Let's be honest. Isaac Asimov was a shit writer in terms of character development and like telling a plot in the sort of way of like this character does this and this character does that with very few exceptions. Nemesis, I think, was very strong on character development. Um, I think uh, uh, he has one or two books that are pretty good on, on character development. But by and large, Isaac Asimov was shit at character development. His thing, his genius where he was like be like better than anyone in the world was coming up with a clever sort of scientific concept and then yeah. um sort of like playing it out as a as a so his ideas were like a neat idea so like the space elevator satellites that was him there were like there are things that he came up with that just you know Clark Asimov uh I, I, why am I blanking on the guy who did Rama Garden to Rama blah 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 all those Gentry Lee and there's well, it's Arthur C. Clarke and Gentry Lee. 
at Gentrally, and and, and and also uh uh what uh Old Man's War uh uh fuck why am I blanking uh oh I can't remember who Old Man's War Halsey Scalzi Scalzi so so yeah. so so there there are writers that are known for their like interesting premise, and there are writers that are known where like they can talk about just people sitting in a bus stop, but it's about character development. Asimov clearly wasn't the character development guy outside of a few rare examples. world building. But I will say, yeah, the ideas were clever and interesting and were worth building a story about. And Foundation was definitely one of those. You, Suv, you're going to love this Foundation because they really, I mean, just where I'm at, at the end of, I'm not spoiling it for anyone because it just came out two days ago, but... Just where I'm at at the end of season, or sorry, episode two of season one, they very clearly show because there was even a thing that that Apple D- TV did where they were like, they were like visionary, messiah, murderer, hero, cool. whatever. Yeah, and it's nice. like they're really playing up the fact that Selden that it's problematic had it's, flaws it's, very yeah, very yeah. much so. Very, and, and there's even a conversation, again, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a conversation between Selden and another key character where that, that character is talking to him. And it's very clear that that character is raising a valid point of like, are, like we're like, this is going to hurt people. And he was like, this is the optimal time. And it gives you that feeling of like this guy who like seems to know better about whatever yes yeah, scalzi is a, a a fantastic character writer but i'm just saying like with old man's war the key premise is is it's it's just a it's it's very much about a clever idea scalzi though is a much better character writer than than asimov and 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 in my opinion um uh arthur c clark were they, they were more ideas guys but like they, it, yes so i i cannot wait i i very much want you guys to check out the first couple episodes of this and get back maybe next week or whatever, or the week after whatever, when you can, I want to get your opinions having seen this. Cause it's, but it is so good. God damn. Mm, all right. Sounds brilliant. I will. All right. Uh, anybody else got anything else on, on, on foundation, Apple TV next episode drops next Friday. Just not so much foundation, but go for it. Are there any other classic, sci-fi that you'd love to see turned into modern modern stuff like you mentioned drama for example <clears throat> oh and rama my, would be weird God, to do i would love i would love rama though i would rather yeah, rama, see uh, oh go ahead sorry mm-hmm. no no go ahead i think rama one would work incredibly well on netflix mm. um rama two would work very well as well mm. But then it would get a bit weird. Mm. Rama three is all about politics, and I think that would be, you know, the that would be. Um, I think I I think all of Rama actually could work very well on mm. as a Netflix series. But they're three very different books. Yeah. But then the Expanse shows us how well you can mix, like a, a sort of like a cop kind of story with Western yeah. Yeah. with. You know, all these different genres of books that the, the Expanse keeps doing, so yeah, it might work anyway. Every season of The Expanse is a different theme. You've got yeah. season one is a noir detective novel. Season yep. two is a sort of fast-paced, kind of a very uh, Tom Clancy-esque whatever. Season three is a is a is is basically a haunted house story. Western. 
No, see, that's uh, no, no, four. Sorry. That's season season four, three sorry. is a haunted yeah. house story told in yeah. that weird fucking pocket dimension. Season four is exactly a Western. And then season five is sort of a post-apocalypse, fast-paced suspense thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Rama would work very well. Two thousand, the two thousand and one series. Obviously, they were great films. Mm. Wonderful films. I'd actually like to. Um, uh, I'd actually like to see some of the classic early um, sci-fi games made into like high-budget films or God dramas. Like damn. films that are made out of games are usually kind of schlocky. But mm. um, I'd love to see like I'd love to see System Shock as like a really high-budget, serious mm. film or series that takes the source material seriously. And it's, it's you, kind of respectful. You don't to want to leave the musical, then. <laughs> I mean, I've watched that. I've definitely watched that. But like a lot of a lot of this stuff is kind of, I don't know, like a lot of game to film stuff just comes across as not disrespectful, but like just really sort of uh, cheesy and and stuff. But a lot of a lot of the like Half Life, like for example, that would be a fantastic if you mm. if you if if that was serious. It would if you made that in with like, with sort of. Um, modern production values and stuff. It would be a brilliant watch, I reckon. So, be, I, I wanted to wait and let Suv hop in with his. The one, when you said, as soon as you said, you know, like, what would you like sci-fi stuff turned yeah. into, whatever. Um, the, the things that immediately hit me is, I would, oof, I know this is going to get so many groans from people, but I would love to see... Star Wars done in a Game of Thrones style where they have lots and lots of episodes to really take their time with Ooh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and run by fucking Filoni and, and what's his name? So, um, um, the guy who so does The Mandalorian. Star yeah, Dave Filoni and... Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Faggy. No, not uh, Faggy. It's happy. Uh, uh, it's happy. Happy, yes, happy, and yes, he was also um, in. He was also in that movies where they were like, "Baby, baby, beautiful baby, you're so money." Swingers. He was in Swingers. Um, the fuck is that guy's yeah, name? Yeah, basically, though, you're wanting Star Wars done in the style of '90s television. <clears throat> Here's my main problem with Star Wars. Here's the, and I, I love Star Wars. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be a dick for mm. all the people that are going to be like, "Oh, I like Star Wars for shit." My thing. Here's my problem with Star Wars. I guess what your problem with Star Wars is going to be. Go for it. Do you want a series which is ten episodes of basically um uh what's it called? Uh oh fuck. What's the one with um mm -hmm. what's the really, really good one that's the that's the immediate prequel to New Hope? Uh oh, you're talking about Rogue's uh uh, uh Rogue Squadron? Yeah, Rogue One. Do you do you Rogue want ten do you want ten episodes of basically Rogue One? I could do with that, but A, that's amazing, yeah. but no, no, I ten ten to twelve, do it Game of Thrones style, do it like high like HBO stuff. But here's my main problem. That's not it. it that's good. That, I would love that. Don't get me wrong. You're totally right. But here's my main problem with Star Wars. New Hope, Luke Skywalker was a whiny little bitch. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he's he was useless. barely learning shit. Return of the Jedi. He becomes fucking awesome. And then they're like, "We're not gonna ever show you again him again until he's a fat old man living on an island drinking weird fucking milk from a goat, some space goat that's like green. Like what? Yeah. Like I want to see 
That's why and I loved. Class, yeah. That's why I loved the 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 his appearance. Whatever. Um, Sorry. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. It's it's spoilers, been out for a yeah. year. It's been out for over a year. If you haven't seen it already, fuck you. Uh, his appearance in The Mandalorian, where it was badass, awesome Luke. Like I feel like Star Wars is the whole thing is like the 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 origin story for this guy that then they never get to show you when he's awesome. And it's like yeah. watching Clark Kent as a nerdy fucking high schooler, and then they cut, and then it's like Clark Kent as an old man, and it's like you missed the part where he's Superman. What the fuck? Like, I mean, yeah, small, small, you got Smallville. Yeah, you just got... you just invented Smallville. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see the part where he's actually Superman. I want to see the part where Luke Skywalker is awesome. I don't want them to go like, okay, he's now awesome. See you in 40 years where he's a bitter old man hermit. You know, like, what? No. I want to see that. Well, I, I think slash hope we're going to see at least some of that mm. in, the Ahsoka, in the Ahsoka series. Yeah. John Favreau and Fil Dave Filoni, those two guys, just give them all of the yeah. money and then get the fuck out of their way. They are geniuses and should be worshipped as just, gods uh, on Earth. I'm going to completely agree with that. Um, just, yeah, just keep making, just give them the money, keep making stuff, and I could live, frankly, without another movie from Star Wars if they just keep rolling that shit out. I would yeah. love movies oh, yeah. from Star Wars if those guys did them. But yeah. just, the, those um, guys, those, yeah, just, just would those you prefer, guys. Though, Both, would you prefer all. Three, hour, three hours at the cinema, or two and a half hours at the cinema if you're lucky, mm -hmm. or ten to fifteen hours worth of content? I say, here's the deal. You put those guys, you make those guys the Kevin Feige. You know, Kevin Feige yeah. is like, he ran anything he, he that runs, was on anything whole, that was yeah. on the Marvel movies or TV shows. He had to sign off on it. You put yeah. Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni where they're like, okay, you keep doing the Mandalorian show, but also you're going to have meetings once a week for an hour where people pitch you shit and you just say yes or no. Let those guys run it. And Star Wars is a cash cow that will never stop paying you. If you let that fucking Kathleen Kennedy fucking lady keep running shit, it's going to the ground. I don't think Star yeah. Wars needs any more films, personally. Uh, yeah, I don't think it needs any more films. I think they, they keep fucking up the films, which is why yeah, I like they keep They keep balls in the mouth. It doesn't need to be more epic, either. We've, we've seen big dramas in the Senate House. We've seen... Mm. Um, we've seen the grand final face-offs between the big evil and the and the and the forces of good. We, we've had our fill of epic in Star Wars. Like we've had so much epic. What Star Wars needs now is, and why the Mandalorian is excellent, is because it fills out the the everyday. It fills out what these worlds are really like, what the experience of living on them is like, how these different species get along with each other. What you know, the, the more everyday stories that really flesh it out and make it feel alive. That's what. That, that's what the future of Star Wars is for me, I think. Can I give you a counterpoint? Yep. Rogue One was a movie and it was fucking epic. I agree. I agree. Rogue One was absolutely excellent and it really it's, plugged, yeah. a, it plugged I, a hole. It was, I, it was, it's, in my view, it's probably then, one of them. Can I give you a counter-counterpoint then? Go for it. Solo, a Star Wars story. I didn't see it. Was I it good? That. I heard it was good. It Loads of people hated it. Interesting. Loads of people hated it. So, I didn't mind it. it 
It was very, it was very kind of cheesy, self-referential. It felt a bit, it felt a lot more like an Indiana Jones film than a Star Wars film. A bad my, Indiana Jones film. My point, my point with regard to the TV versus movie topic, though, is it doesn't fucking matter. It's not that TV is yeah. good and movie is bad. It's that if you have good people running it, it'll be good. If you had bad people running it, it will be bad. I don't That's know. True, but there, there is something about the format, though. No, like, great, agreed, one hundred percent. Like the, the formats do lend themselves to certain stories and certain arcs, and and people have expectations of what films are going to deliver and what series are going to yeah. deliver. I mean, I get 30... a feeling that movies get more managerial oversight is kind of the way movies get designed by committee, which is why you end up not knowing who the fuck Ray's father is, even though you're writing the thing. And you've written three drafts of the third film already. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I think that's that's a fallacious argument because the 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 the, the fact of the matter is this: TV shows in the eighties were dog shit. Seventies and eighties were dog shit, and movies were yeah. great. TV yeah. shows like it it just goes with the time. Like it, it's yeah. all just how it's run. I think now. It, it, we have a weird situation these days where there are competing factors. There's two very different competing factors. The first is that you have platforms that are desperate to get market share, so they're willing to run loss leaders. You have, you know, Amazon became famous by giving you free shit or cheap shit, and then like knowing that eventually on the back end they would build up where, on the stuff where they made a margin. Um, I I think it's one of those situations where in the seventies and eighties, you could make fairly cheap movies and you could sort of get them out there and they could be fairly well acclaimed. We're in a weird situation these days where movie theaters, like movies, nobody wants to make a movie now unless it's a guaranteed 200 million plus blockbuster. So you just get Marvel movies and whatever you just get these weird sort of movies and they're super made by committee for sure and tested and like everybody's got notes and with regard to tv shows they're willing to put out good money and run a show that is you know game of thrones or 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 or, uh you know just different things where it's like oh that's an interesting whatever so it it i i disagree that one platform or the other is better in general i agree a hundred percent with soup's point that TV lends itself to being able to take more time. And for some stories, that is definitely an advantage. But I think there is a place for uh, sort of epic saga movies, so long as they're actually just done right. I don't know. Yeah. And the, yeah. the last thing, because when you guys were talking about, oh, when Ben said, what 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 series would you love to see? The other one that I, there's a couple, I would love to see someone do Scalzi's work. I would love to see there. Somebody's doing the Wheel of Time, which has me super, super excited. I would love to see someone do BattleTech, and I'm talking about take oh, it yes. back, take it back to the original where you had the intrigue of the Inner Sphere houses. You had Steiner and Corita and Davian and 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 all you know Liao, and you had all of these uh, amazing. Um, what, I think I would, that's a brilliant idea. I would love to see that. Ben, I know you've got some very cool um, series that you'd like to see. Hop in on this, brother. So, I mean, there's a couple I'd love to see. First, I'd love to see Bobiverse. And I yes! think the, the Bobiverse could work very well. And it doesn't even have to be that expensive. <laughs> Yeah, it could be quite cheap. Just like like a narrator and then seeing what he's up to. It'd be really, it, that would work really well, I think. 
Yeah. You got more. Um, so, yeah. The other thing that I'd love, and I can't think how the hell you'd convert it, would be movie or TV series or movies set in the culture universe. Yes. You are fucking Ooh, brilliant, yeah. and I love you, Ben. Yes. Uh, doing that would be so hard. It would. So I think. If you were to take Ian M. Banks's culture series, it would be very much like we just talked about with um, uh, uh, Expanse, where okay. like different, like one book to the next would be a whole different genre. So I would love to see a series of TV shows where they did like twelve, like they did like like twenty hours worth of player of games, and then they did twenty hours worth of like. Mm, uh, consider Phlebas and then like just like yeah. just just pick different ones and go balls deep and just know that like whole different cast whole different genre whole different everything that would be brilliant I, I love that idea Ben yeah I, that I would like that although I'm very worried about that in case they cock it up what I was kind of thinking more of was brand new stories set in the culture mm written by or written by authors who are in bed with Ian M. Banks's work and mm. can live and breathe his universe but could then take his universe and convert it to stories for TV I mean I could definitely dig it I could I I could dig it um I would love to see Nightfall just done as not as a TV show well maybe as a TV show but I would love to see you know that done as a one-off uh um movie and or you know a, a, t a one season show it's just such a fucking brilliant it's maybe the most brilliant premise ever um i would love to see the honorverse i would love to see someone oh, the honorverse would turn so well into tv shows yes and into movies oh movie or tv movie or tv <clears throat> i both I, I just yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, I, just so good. Um, and, I mean, especially Hollywood right now is so hard trying to, like, they take stories and they want to rework it to where it's like, hey, can we make the lead protagonist a woman or whatever? And it's like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be political. I, I'm not for or against anything. I don't give a fuck. But, like, I'm just saying they mess with people's work to make the, the hero a woman. In this particular case, the hero is legitimately a woman and is written badass and is amazing. And I would love to see her. Yeah, the only thing about Honor is that she's a bit of a god character almost by, you know, by where we are now. You mean Mary Sue, or you just mean by the way the series ends up? Because, I mean, where it starts off at the very beginning where she's a lieutenant. Oh, she's a pleb. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's a pleb, but even then she's still can do no wrong and is super tactical and things like that. Hmm, yeah, um, kind you of. Know, I, you don't, I don't really know if you see any real character development in it. I mean, she I mean, was also at the beginning, including in the prequel stories where, you know, she's like, basically rips the shit out of her training officer, ignores the fuck out of what he's saying and goes off and rescues all these people in an avalanche. I mean... Because her training officer's a dick. 
Yeah, but I mean, let's go back though. Let, let's look at there's so many. That's I think that's a weak argument because I think that there's so many series that do that already. Oh, like, I think look I, at the yeah, Jack Ryan. The Jack Ryan series on on Amazon is two seasons yeah. in and is fucking a, a huge hit, and he's also basically like that. So I think it's unfair to say just because oh, it's yeah, a woman completely. character, like oh she's too strong from the beginning. Like there's here history. Like no, I'm just meaning the lack of personal, the lack of development. I guess is what I'm meaning. I get you, Unless but I'm saying developing this, look, uh, Psychic powers. Look at Jack Ryan. He's fucking perfect yeah. in every decision he makes from yeah. book one. Yeah. Like it's True, yeah. it, it, it's a double standard if you say it's it's unfair to have yeah. a woman that yeah. strong when no, we have plenty of opportunities to point at men that are that strong in in literature. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it's not because it's a, it's called, it's not because it's a female that's that no, strong. No. It's just they're called static characters. Normally, you normally yeah. The, normally, normally you don't have the the protagonist yeah. as a static. On character. the other hand, I mean, could you imagine? Okay, spoilers for the books. You know, she ends up in a... What is perceived by many people as a relationship with a much older man. Yeah. And then she ends up in... You know, there's basically... It's like a, a, her her wife and her husband. Yeah, and no, it's... They end up in a, it's, you know, the series <laughs> into the polygamy stuff over there. Yeah, and but I mean, there's also when you talk great. about that's it, a great topic to cover. Yeah, it, going, guy. In that book in particular, she has some major setbacks where she does have some major failings and has to like work shit out and swim a million yeah, laps true. and yeah, figure yeah. shit out, and then and then in the end, whoops them in the end. So there's some character yeah. growth in that one in particular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, God, I'd love it, and I mean that would give you probably about thirty years of television, I guess, by the time they get around to make it all. So real quick, Unless they compress it all. real quick before we jump to the next trailer, or I, I definitely have to hit up because when I said uh, BattleTech, Suv was like, Aah! he gave his O face. I got to hear oh. what what are your thoughts on that, brother? I, I love it. I I, I, I love. Um, I really really like these tabletop franchises that have been around since the seventies or eighties um, because they. Uh, so this is going to sound weird, but mm. I like. Um, I like series which have evolved stylistically mm. and had retcons and um, and been revised over the years and have been slightly reinvented because it, um, for several reasons. One, it adds loads and loads of layers of complexity. Two, it adds the kind of ambiguity that you actually see in real life. So with a character... Um, with a character like uh, oh, I can't think of anybody, but with certain characters from like a from a, from Warhammer, for example, in like fifth edition, they might have been this super camp schlocky, um, like sort of joke character, and then in a later edition, they might have been revised to be um, to be sort of uh, more serious and, and and like more dark, and um, uh, and some of the events of the chronology might have changed as well. And that leads people to say, like, oh, you know, this character did this at this and this year, and then somebody else will say, well, actually, no, I'm not sure it was that year because of X, Y, Z. And actually, that's how history works in real life. Like, like, like yeah, the historical record is disputed, and um, and there are c conflicting reports of, of of how history went down. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, so. So for several reasons, I would love to see some of those big old tabletop franchises, um sort of turned into high budget screen fiction because I think they'd be exceptional. I mean, there's so much, there's so much room that they're already quite ambiguous because of all the additions they've had and, um, and how they've evolved. Mm. You could, you could interpret them in, in loads and loads of different ways. Um, and they, the sheer volume of 
backstory and history and characters and and re- relationships that have already developed. Um, oh, it just it would just be amazing. It'd be so good, and it's such a good. The other thing about those big those tabletop franchises like um, uh, like Warhammer and um, BattleTech is that because the necessity of being a tabletop game mm. and players being able to play as any team meant that you that the creators of those games didn't make simple villains and heroes. They game those games are, d- are designed. I mean, Warhammer is a little bit more um, simplistic in that you've got chaos and order or whatever, but it's not completely simplistic. Like, right? Like everybody, all all the armies, all the races are justified in their own minds. Um, and BattleTech is even more so, where there are, it, it is not a simple game of of baddies v goodies. Like e- each one of the great houses has their own um, is justified in their own in their own heads and has their own kind of philosophy and guiding principles. Um, and that is the nub of good fiction. Like Beautiful. The best, the best fiction of the last sort of 20 years has been... Uh, I mean, there has been some great kind of simple goodies versus baddies stuff, but it's pretty kiddie, and, and really it's not particularly thought-provoking. And those tabletop franchises have already have fantastic, really rich, in-depth factions, all of whom have their own like fully justified motivations for things, and you can't make simple moral judgments on them, which makes for really toothsome, interesting telly, I reckon. Right on. All right, so that's going to wrap up this topic. We're going to show you a trailer and start getting the sitcom hype ready, because it's coming in just a couple weeks. Check it out! You guys want us to hurry up or keep going? Hopefully you guys liked it. Whoops, technical difficulties. Sorry about that. All right, so there's the trailer. Sitcom hype is very, very real. Coming soon. <sighs> also, we've got some news. Let's see. The Argo Cargo won the big contest that just wrapped up this last week. Uh, right Ooh. now, it's still free to tell tomorrow. It's free fly. Uh, so you can fly, even if you don't own the game, you can download it and play it for free. Um, until the 29th, you can buy the intro pack for cheap, so you get like $5 off or whatever on the intro pack. Um, and obviously, Citizen Con is happening in just a couple of weeks. Ben, I know you got feels on the Argo Cargo. Hop in and let's talk about all this. Uh, yeah, I'm... There's a lot of controversy over the Argo Cargo about people creating accounts and um, whether... And then the Frontier CMs are saying, you know what? Frontier? The, all those... Not the Frontier, the uh, CIG yeah, yeah. Mo- moderators jumping in and saying, you know, you know, all these accounts that were created, 
they didn't change a thing. Believe that or not, as you will. I think both sides were creating fake accounts, so it's kind of canceled each other out-ish. Quite possibly. Um, I, You can put your tinfoil hats on and say, did RSI create this whole thing just for themselves, just to create drama, to create votes, to create... to get hype up, basically, and get it in the news? Because, you know... No matter how much you might love the Algo Cargo, it is a piece of shit. I'm sorry. It's popular you know, because of the bug, isn't it? Is it? Uh, it's popular because of the memes. You know, right. it, it is a shuttle for taking stuff, for taking a small amount of cargo in and out of atmosphere, basically. Hmm. Um, it doesn't have a quantum drive. It doesn't have guns. Can I offer a counterpoint? No. Shut your pretty whore mouth. The Argo Cargo is life. <laughs> hey, I mean, the Argo, the stuff you can do with the Argo Cargo, because it is a tough little ship, um, is amazing. I mean, we, we were literally ram we were literally beating up Carracks the other day uh, in Argo Cargos. Nice. It was, it was hilarious. You know, we were ramming the Argo Cargo, a bunch of Argo Cargos into a Carrack. And the Argo Cargo's won. Nice. And it was absolutely hilarious. Because it it's a tough little ship. Um, but it is, it's basically it's the Star Citizen equivalent of a forklift truck. Um, but there is, you know, you've, you've got the fact that one of RSI's CMs back at the start of this competition said, if the Argo Cargo wins this round, I'll... You know, I'll do some face painting as a as an Argo Cargo. I don't know how he's going to do that. It's and he's got to do that. But the fact of him saying that obviously has gone off and, you know, it's like, it's throwing the gauntlet down and a good CM will know exactly what the community is going to do with that. He's going to know it's going to drive the memes. He's going to know it's drive content. It's going to drive creativity and it's going to result in people jumping in and buying the game, buying ships. And we don't want and, that. Well, of course we don't. Oh. Uh, and so, you know, if he did that with those kind of reasons, fair play to him. I mean, that is a genius level move that they did. A hundred percent. I am not faulting them with that. If, that's, if that was what they did, that is so clever. Of course it's what they did. Let's, Great. Let's be honest here, guys. This is a fucking meme. This is a stupid, pointless contest. This is, what ship is the best when the game isn't out yet and we're constantly yeah. shuffling what the fucking stats of the ships are and what they do? This is all a bit of fun. Anyone yeah. who campaigned hard for the Carrick, I salute you. God bless. Mazel tov. Anyone that campaigned hard for the Argo Cargo, I salute you. God bless. Mazel tov. Anyone who got butthurt over a silly little contest for a game that's not even released yet needs to yeah. smoke a fucking joint and shut the fuck up. It's not that deep, bro. Have fun. This is about being exactly. silly and fun. Honestly, exactly. I, I thought... I, I love it. It's great. I thought the Argo Cargo was going to make it to the Final Four and then it was going to take a dive versus the, the MSR, the Mercury Star Runner. That's mm. my favorite ship. That's the ship that I feel should have won as the best ship this year.
But I saw that the meme was coming. The meme was coming like a huge wave. It was people having stupid, silly fun. And I bought in 100%. I bought an Argo Cargo for $35. I hopped in on the meme and was like, all right, let's have fun with this. Let's let's yeah. have a beer and have a few laughs and have some fun. And you, you really can't. I mean, bumper cars and an Argo Cargo. Or, uh, which is another thing we started doing after we got bored of beating up the Carrick. Yeah, or you could do what Paul did where during Xenothreat, he took an Argo Cargo. So Argo Cargos aren't tough little ships. Argo Cargos aren't fully designed yet. They don't have damage statistics tied to them. Literally, it's meant to be like a a, 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 a gun or a little car. or what. It's, it's a little invulnerable object. They haven't got around because nobody thought you would use it for combat. So he flew one right in front of the Idris that was about ready to light up its rail guns and blow up the whatever. And when you fly an Argo cargo and park it right up against the barrel of an Idris, like Bugs Bunny style, sticking your thumb down the barrel of the fucking, uh, that guy who's like, you know, we very, very quiet. We're hunting wabbits. When you put, put the, yeah, yeah. When you put the fucking Argo cargo, when you park it on the barrel of the Idris, the Idris just, gives like an error like i can't fire and it just sits there while you blow it up it's it's just silly it's funny it's just dumb let them have their fun and if you're butthurt about it get over yourself so if you're butthurt over it nope. get over yourself i heard you i was asking for sue yeah. to hop in oh, oh right. i thought you said i think you said who sorry yeah, you cut out a bit there, Kai. Um, I don't have any. I don't have anything to contribute. I completely agree. Um, I think people take Star Citizen way too seriously, um, and stuff like that. It, it, I, I think the fact that I think people mucking about. So one of the best things for Star Citizen, I think, is um, people on Twitter and generally on the internet and other places um, talking about the fun they've had. And showing it L little videos, little little snippets, um, and if that involves put, parking a forklift in front of a capital ship, then brilliant, perfect, like oh, power to them. Um, like some of the, if you, I think some of the the best adverts for that game are um, like on one of the CMs. I think it was Tyler's um, thing. He had a, um, a couple of videos of what he's been doing with a, a, a tumbrel cyclone, like jumping it off buildings and stuff. That kind of sandboxy, make your own fun is what is going to convince the general public and the sort of gaming press that um, that this is a really solid, really fun sandbox that's a great place to hang out with friends and, and have fun. And um, all this Argo Cargo stuff is part of that and should be applauded for that reason, I reckon. Hell yeah. Ben, you did a thing. Tell us about it. Is there any which particular thing are you on about? Because I don't think it's the Ben. You submitted one segment for the show. Okay, Tell us I... about it. Okay, so you're not wanting to talk anymore about Citizen Con and things. Sure, we'll do that then. Yes. Okay. I, I don't know. You. I don't know. It's up to you. Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to add about Citizen Con, Ben? Well, we've got the um. Oh, what's it called again? The uniform that we're getting for Citizen Con. Uh -huh. We get uniforms. Uh -huh. So basically, everyone who's a backer, this happens every year. If yeah. you're a backer during SitCon, you will get, uh, when the thing happens, 
you'll get some stuff. So you'll get a full... There's a cool outfit. They've shown pictures. They've released a picture of it when they released the, the lineup of who's speaking at what times and the different events, panels. You get an outfit. You get a special knife. You get a special gun. You get a special little handheld trophy that says, you know, I was a backer during SitCon 2951. You get... <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you own any of the four ships that made it to the final four you will get a special paint job for that ship if you own i think it's only if you own the argo cargo but i'm not 100 percent sure you get a, a leather jacket and you get a special backpack that's themed for the argo cargo it may be everyone that gets that i'm a little murky on that one thing but yeah there's cool shit that you get so yeah it's happening to sorry it's happening on October 9th. It's going to be super, super awesome. Uh, I'm, you know, we're going to be there. We're going to be covering it. I think we're going to be covering it in association with the Soul Citizens. I think we're going to do like a special thing. It's going to be fucking awesome. And I hope you guys can will come and join us to cover it as well. We'll see. We'll have to see time zones and whatnot. Yeah, my only concern about it is that weekend. I'm. I know I'm busy with real life stuff. So I'll be catching it all through the throughout the next week. I'll be watching all the Twitch streams over the next week to catch up. But real life is highly overrated. But we'll know, have you, but we'll have you, you covered. I, I have children to look after. Mm, send them away. That's the British tradition, <laughs> right? You send them to some boarding school somewhere. Yeah, go off to nanny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'm I'm looking. There's so many of the panels I'm looking forward to. Like the you know the server meshing. I want to see what's going on there. Hell yeah. Um. The stuff that they're going to be doing with Vulcan again, can't wait for that. The you know you want to see the Chris Roberts thing, and I want to see whether or not he explodes because everything has gone to hell, or if everything actually works. Because mm -hmm. um, you know they 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 have a habit of pushing everything. Here's the thing. And then things Here's... going tits up during the live event. I can mm. almost guarantee you that that won't happen this year, and here's why. I think I know why as well. Because, They're on their yeah. home turf. They're not going to a different yeah. place and doing a different setup. They're literally doing it from their offices where they have full control exactly. over everything. Um, exactly. Um, I do wonder if there's a way that they're going to be able to capture the Citizen Con experience mm -hmm. over his 12 hours of Jared Huckabee doing his thing. Yeah. So basically what you do is you'll watch the stream. And then for an extra forty nine ninety five, you can pay, and basically a fat smelly guy will come and ring your doorbell, and then when you open it, he'll sneeze on you, and then you'll have the full experience. Yeah, um, but I do wonder if this, how they're going to do, how are they going to turn it from a twelve hour Twitch stream into something that feels more like a con, uh, with you know the interaction. The I don't think they can. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you can or can't. If they can or can't, because you know, LaveCon does to a little, a little degree, and things like that, like with what we did early in the year with everybody meeting up in Twitch, not in Twitch, in Teams, not Teams. It was what was it? Oh, Black. the no, not Slack, MySpace. not Teams. No, Christ, MySpace. Um, Grinder. Oh, Google Plus. Bumble. Is, is Google no? You're gonna make me look it up, aren't you? God, oh God. I'm telling you, it's grinder. <laughs> yeah. It's grinder. It's 100 percent it's grinder. Yeah, grinder yeah. for stuff for elite people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, just one one of these team meeting things. Um, 
And it kind of worked. It was nice to sort of get on and see everybody's face, just have a chat. Hmm. See their floppy meat avatar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> floppy meat avatar was actually my high school wrestling name. <clears throat> right on. Uh, but how are you going to do that with a, a massive con like Citizen Con? I don't know. Dude, they do. One, they do. One, maybe they they do. WoW does BlizzCon, and they have streams for people to watch. Final Fantasy yeah. has uh, their their Final Fantasy Con. Lots of people do it. Will it be the same thing as being there? Obviously, duh, no. Can it be cool and very well done and very high production value and they're giving people away free bundles of shit online? Can they do it in a way? I mean, can you recognize that in a COVID world, you have to do the best that you can and provide a good value for people? This is of what course. I would like them to do, and I don't know if they can do this, but... You know, when I first walked into the expo halls on New Babbage, it reminded me of walking in to like some of the gaming conventions or the car conventions at the National Exhibition Centre in Birmingham. You know, you just walk in through these lovely halls, mm. and okay, fine, you don't have the bazillions of people there, but there's still a few NPCs there. But if they could do that, and if they could have a virtual Chris Roberts avatar up on oh stage. Oh my god, that's a, that's a really good idea. Lip-syncing and having people watching that in the hall. That's a brilliant if idea. If their tech could do something like that, that's what I would like. Yeah, that would be, be very fantastic. cool. That would be very, very I, cool. Yeah. Who knows? But I we'll don't see. know if their tech can do it. We'll see. Because um, you, know, you know when you go along to... Like the the conventions that they hold and this the things, you know what I mean. You do feel like I'm walking yeah. into a con here. Yeah, they could um, they could stagger it for time zones as well. They did that. Mm. Be brilliant. And they could have giant screens all over the exhibition <laughs> yeah. center showing it. Yes, really you cool. got a, you got a giant screen and you could you know you're on the EU servers. Then you can watch Chris doing his thing on on a video. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so on. A hundred percent. And then I could sit down at the bar. And a digital yeah. Sandy Roberts can come sit on my lap and tell me about server meshing. I, oh, uh, yes, Christ, I'm for it. Sandy Roberts can piss off. Why not? Wow, wow, Why dude, not? so rude. She's lovely. Oh, so rude. No, no. You, you're welcome to her. You are just yeah. wrong in your opinion, sir. You're entitled to your opinion and all of its wrongness. She is awesome, yeah. and how dare you speak against my love? All uh, right. Oh, fair play to what she did with Krista. That was awesome. All right, so we're gonna move on now to. Ben's going to tell us about Lord of the Rings. There's some Lord of the Rings things. Tell us, there Ben. Is. So, I went yesterday, well, Friday night, I got this weird thing of, like, hey, I wonder if there's anything on the cinema. And then I was like, oh, my God, they're showing every single episode of Lord of the Rings. And then the cinema was saying, come and see all of Lord of the Rings in 4K. It's between 20 years. And I was like, okay, I'll go and do that then. So, you know, that went just, you know, went off and basically... Four hours of no, four hours, twelve hours of watching Lord of the Rings in 4K, and it was glorious. Um, it was weird though, because it was like the first and the third ones were the theatrical releases, the second one was the extended edition. I don't understand why they did that, but they did. Did they um, have The Hobbit and stuff as well? No, it was just Lord of the Rings. No, Good, so it was just yeah. the three movies, not six movies. Christ, that would be so so. So big. What did the cinema smell like at the end? <laughs> there was only about. That's the other thing that was quite nice was 
It was like one of the bigger rooms, and there was still only about fifteen of us in there. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's not so it was it was fine. You could spread out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> quite literally. I mean, I yeah. had I essentially had two rows all to myself. Oh, lovely luxury. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was great. And but what I thought was weird was, and another thing that's weird is like they're saying, "Come and watch this." It's been twenty years, except for the fact that it was released in December. Yeah, I, I didn't think it um, had been quite twenty years. So it is. I mean, it's December twenty twenty one, not September twenty twenty one, but mm. still. Uh, sorry, t September two thousand and one. I mean. So Ben had two rows to himself, and yet oddly, his area smelled like haggis and high karate. Oh, I was just farting the whole time and didn't give a shit. Fair. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, it was awesome. They've done a really nice job with the 4K work. They've, I guess you could say, normalized the colorings. Because mm. um, yeah. you know, apparently that was that was a thing between the theatrical and the extended DVD versions. Apparently they did weird things with the coloring and so on. Um, the other thing that they did was they took they they essentially re-rendered everything for 4K, so you're not taking the 720 720p original rendering that they did and then upscaling it. Obviously, with the film, it was all shot on, and now you're getting the wind blowing my curtains everywhere. Uh, not a lot I can do about that, I'm afraid. Mm. Um, like obviously the film that's all analog and recorded in good quality that was just basically remastered off the off the originals to give us the 4K versions of it uh and all the practical stuff all the models and all that kind of stuff that's all fine um but it was just the rendering of things that had to be redone like that uh and it was it was beautiful and Ben why don't you um, why don't you uh, tell the people about uh, in a related thing the Andy Circus unabridged oh, stuff that we can in, in, link in, in the show in notes. Yeah, in a related thing, I was like, yeah, obviously, I've been reading the Alien stuff over the past couple of weeks, month, and I've literally I finished the last one of that last night, um, and I was like, you know what, I really want to read now. I want to read some Tolkien, mm. and I was like. I sort of jumped on to Audible. Uh, I've already got I've already got the Tolkien stuff from the OG things from mm -hmm. many years ago. And I was going to just download them. And that's when I saw that Andy Circus has gone off and re made re-recordings of The Hobbit and the three books of Lord <laughs> of the Rings. And I, yeah, basically, I had a couple of credits going. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. Mm. And I, d I got hold of all of them as well. Mm. <laughs> and obviously you've got you've got Andy Circus reading Riddles in the Dark properly as Gollum. Oh brilliant. Oh that it's sounds so, so good. It, it, oh it's so so good. It's beautiful. It is a thing of glory. Um I mean Andy Circus is a great actor anyway. Yes, he's exceptional. Yeah, great voice actor, great just great all round actor and director, so Yeah. That he's done this is just oh, it's just it's brilliant. Love it. Those and I'm, films I'm, have I'm aged really brilliantly, actually. The Lord of the Rings films have aged really well. Yeah, absolutely. Lord of the Rings yeah, films they... were great. Uh, the Hobbit ones, eh, yeah, but so the much. Lord of the Rings ones were great. Yeah, fuck I mean, turning, uh, the, fuck turning a book that small into a trilogy. It's just so fucking cynical. Yeah, the book was practically a pamphlet. It was. Yeah, I mean, exactly, it was such yeah. a short book. Um. 
I mean, I, I, I will say this for The Hobbit. I did appreciate the additional material that they took out of Silmarillion and things like that and The Lost Tales. Mm. Okay. And yeah, they added it into The Hobbit. Mm. But, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it totally is. It's The Lord of the Rings, as sponsored by the New Zealand Tourist Agency. I The thing that I liked most about the Lord of the Rings movies is that they got uh, Bumberding Comforter to be the dragon. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was oh, yeah. brilliant because I love that guy. Bendy Dick's come up. Scooby Doo. Yep. <laughs> I love that dude. He's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. He's in a new cowboy movie where he's got a mustache and he's a weird, like, serial killer, rapist cowboy dude. And I'm Isn't like, that I'm strange. No, it's the cowboy <laughs> movie. It stars, okay, it stars, <laughs> it stars Bumber Doo Hempty Flirp. And uh, it's amazing. It looks so good. I cannot wait to see it. Um, mm. All right, Suv, I don't want to cut you guys off. I, we definitely got to get moving to New World. But Suv, do you, what do you, any, you have any extra thoughts on on Lord of the Rings stuff and stuff before we go? No, none at all. Not a single one. My brain is empty. Mm, wow, I heard that about you. All right, here we go. <laughs> Outside of time, where fate is forged anew each day, shaped and reshaped by the wills and souls of those who call it home. Now fate has chosen you, given you a second chance in life to join the struggle of ages and mythic powers, to choose your allies, to fight, to carve a new destiny. There is so much blood rushing to my penis that I'm about to pass out. I cannot tell you how fucking excited I am for New World. Guys... We are less than two full days away. So it drops Tuesday at 8 a.m. Amazon has already announced that they are going to open it up on Monday for preloads. So you can download the game Monday and have it all set up and ready. Tuesday at 8 a.m. everywhere. So in Europe, it's going to drop at 8 a.m. Central European time, whatever the fuck. At, in, in, in North America, 8 a.m. Eastern time, uh, uh, South America. I, I think they're also on the same time that it's going to drop at, but, but West coast, it's going to drop at 8 AM Eastern time for them. So they're doing staggered releases such that it drops for everyone at 8 AM where you live with the exception of Australia that for some reason has like, they're dropping at like 9 AM, 9 PM at night or something. I don't know. But, um, I cannot wait. I am super, super excited. We're just about to do one of the two contests for this episode where we're going to give away an epi uh, a copy of the game of New World, courtesy of at uh, uh, Cotadile, one of the members of the Discord, who he's, he is uh, uh, 
what do you call it, like, sponsoring one, and I'm going to sponsor the other. Um, you guys want to talk about this first? You want to do the contest and then talk about it? I'll let you guys decide. Ben? Suv? Uh, I, I don't care. Uh, Easy. Talk, about, talk about what? The, the trailer? So, yeah. There, let, okay. First, I guess, yeah, we'll, do, we'll talk about it first. Let's break down the trailer. First of all, off, did you guys catch in the trailer the new job leaks there the new job hints because amazon no, you're, mu you're much better at spotting that stuff than I. amazon games studio said early on they said months ago we're not going to release a single trailer without some kind of spoiler or hint or some something some easter egg of something to come they said that specifically so They've literally told everybody, everything we put out will have some hint, so watch carefully. So let's take mm -hmm. a look at, and this is a still from part of that um, trailer. It's up on the screen now, so even with the delay, you'll see. Now, <clears throat> right in the center, you have a guy with sword and shield. Uh, just to his right, you've got uh, a caster sort of behind him to the left there's a dude with a musket over his shoulder and behind him to the right you can very clearly see a guy who has hatchet in his right hand so on the left side because he's facing us and shield in his left hand that is hatchet and shield confirmed now i'm not saying we're going to get it on launch i think this is a thing that's coming down the future but they very clearly put in this video an image of a guy with a hatchet and a shield. People have been calling for hatchet and shield uh, as a class, and they just showed it. It's really blurry. Okay, so why do people care about hatchet and shield as a class then? <clears throat> for multiple reasons. First off, because right now you only have one pure tank class, which is sword and shield. There's only one class that can use the shield, despite the fact that you have multiple one-handed weapon classes. So people it's, want choice. In addition, also, I know Suv has feelings. It, it, it's also a realism immersion point of view. Like you can equip a shield and when you have it equipped, you put it on your back. And at, at present, unless you draw a sword, the shield stays on your back. So you can be scampering about with your rapier and your hatchet in your hand, but your shield is just on your back and it's, and it's weird and dumb. Um, so fr from like a immersion plausibility perspective, you should just be able to routinely use your shield with on, in your offhand there's no there's no reason why not really uh i'm seeing control it on in the chat i just want that tricorn hat you can get it it's already in the it's totally there's many of those tricorn hats that are very very gettable so enjoy you're gonna have that if if you want to wear tricorn hats in your digital life new world is definitely the game for you there are many of them yeah that is oh, true yeah. yeah yeah it's like a tricorn hat simulator yep it is, in fact. Just thinking, you know what you're saying about it? you've got your shields in your offhand. Mm. You're just making me think, you know what I wish we could actually do? What's that? Combine any two one-handed yeah. things with our offhand on hand. Like Skyrim, that'd why, be cool. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking, why can't I be like Gandalf and have my staff in my main hand and my sword in my offhand? Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to whack people with my big white stick. Whoa. And then stab them with my pointy bits. Whoa. That's. I think the British have been doing that for long enough, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, that, would be, that would be really, really cool. That's the way Skyrim works. You just um, mix and match anything you like. It's mm. it's different in an MMO though, because they're, they're 
they're trying to accommodate a class system in which players can, like, I, I don't know. Like, they don't have a class it. system, so you've got, these are the weapons I'm holding, and that's what I can do with them. No, I know. I, Why yeah, can't okay, I, I have yeah, that wrong. I'm I know holding that... this in my offhand, and I can do it. I can in, still do those things. In, in fairness, a penalty. in fairness to what Suv though was expressing, it is a class system of senses where you mix based on the things because there are weapon trees that you get depending yeah. on whatever. So that in that sense, it is a class system. I get you. And that you're allowed to sort of mix and match so people make sort of the paladin build by taking uh, a main hand sword and shield and, and as the second weapon a life staff and then you make what they call the paladin build. Or you can make mm -hmm. you can make a battle mage if you have sword and shield and fire uh, uh, um, staff. Or you can make, like, there they're for sure are different ones. <clears throat> but yeah, I just... Go ahead. My point was my point was basically that I know I know it's a classless system, but they're still trying to they're still trying to create a system in which players can support each other by specialising. And mm. I think if everybody could have anything in any hand, I wonder whether it would mean that I, I, this is an open question. I wonder whether it would mean that players needed to specialise less and therefore were less useful to each other. Possibly, if that makes sense. It's interesting. It's interesting. Now. I will point out also in this picture, and I, my apologies for everyone watching at home, it's very, very hard to see it, to tell in the picture. The guy who's asking in chat, what is this? This is the game New World. This game drops Tuesday. This game drops in under two days, and it's fucking amazing. All right, so apologies, but right behind and to the left of the main guy in the center of the frame there <clears throat> you see in the far background you see a guy in a flat brimmed hat not the witch plague doctor guy mask guy just to his left but far in the back there and you'll have to re-watch the video links in the show note and i will actually put a link right now to the video so that you can pull it up yourself but you can't see it because i had to make a still so here here is the actual uh <clears throat> Here's the actual video link that you can see it. Um, as the the video is mm, pulling back, as it's moving, you can see that that very, very hard-to-make-out character there has a sword, but he's holding it in his left hand, and the tip of the sword extends out past his hat. It does very much appear to be a great sword, which is something that has been very, very, very much called for by, um, you know, uh, um, loads of people. Yeah, loads and Players. loads of people. Human beings. It's uh, a DPS crowd control class. Brilliant. Wait a second. Ben, explain this to me. You're saying, Kai, the link to New World is too small. It's a fucking, it's a link in the thing. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, the links you're sending to that Paris link that you sent me, mate. Oh, shit. That's the wrong one. Okay. Yeah. My bad. That was... I. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. The... Yeah. Here is the real link that you should use. Thank you very much, Ben. I was like, what are you talking about? It's too small. You're talking about the house thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a different... Yeah. My bad. Uh, yes, we're, we're professionals here. Uh, so there is the correct link, apologies, to the New World video. And in that link, you have um, 
you know, you can you can make out that 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 longsword, which Suv, you have feelings about the longsword, I believe. Uh, I, I just think it'd be really cool. Um, I think it will be mechanically, it will be a crowd control DPS class, which would be really fun. Um, it'll uh, I, I love things that go on your back because they look they make you look like a badass, and everybody knows that the meta game, um, the end game of MMOs should be about sanity. Um, and um, I tend to in RPGs, I tend to play. Uh, socking great swords uh, with like with bows and arrows. So I'd love to do that in New World as well. I'd, I'd love to start off with ranged musket and then get in up close with a huge broadsword. It'd be great fun. Let's be honest. The real reason why you want it, Suv, is because you want to play your D and D home game character Conan Wallace. What is best in life? To cross your enemies, to have them driven yeah. before you, and then to enjoy <laughs> some nice haggis. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so this is super super hype uh this video them showing off two classes that are some of the most so the most called for classes the things that that people have been asking for they've been asking for another dps caster and it's it like come on it's beyond at this point even amazon went on and, and showed a leak themselves of the void gauntlet so we're getting that probably very soon after launch probably like a month to two after launch <clears throat> they've showed already uh videos and pictures and clips and stuff and people have scraped data where you can see that the blunderbuss is in the game which just for people who are like what the hell is that Think ye old timey shotgun. Can we can we talk about that for a sec? Sure, let's do it. How do you think the blunderbuss will will differ from the musket mechanically? I think the so very much like the the musket is meant to be more like a long gun. It's a precision, and you can fire it over a longer period, and it's a hit scan weapon. I think the blunderbuss is going to fire six to eight balls, and they're going to be much more for close range. It's going to be yeah. massive, massive damage, and a, a, a much longer reload time yeah yeah um, okay yeah yeah <clears throat> they've shown yeah. twin pistols so which i think shotgun is as a shotgun as opposed to sniper rifle basically 100 percent. and they've also shown twin pistols on their own videos twin pistols yes twin pistols yes. yes yes awesome they have also shown uh um uh what do you call it uh uh, uh maces like short clubs and they've also shown um um like halberdy things i agree ben is saying in chat any word on crossbows they have not yet but it's i guarantee you people are going to be asking for it soon but the the big ones that people asked for the most was they wanted another sort of dps like a mage caster which void gauntlets is the first that we're getting they've we've already seen the trees for void gauntlets like they're different skills and whatnot so that is coming guaranteed first People have been asking for a hatchet uh, and shield tank, and people have been asking for greatsword. Those were the three that people were most asking for. The other ones are ones that they, they teased. They've shown us a lot of stuff where stuff is coming. And I think, honestly, as I said earlier in the show, the New World is put out by Amazon. Amazon is the king of, hey, man, we're going to spend stupid amounts of money on this. We're going to give you more content that you could possibly know what to do with as a loss leader, as a here, have this, and we're going to drive you to us. They've already said, number one, on launch, 
they're going to have a bunch of streamers that are going to have access to stuff that are going to be streaming the game and are going to have Twitch drops of special weapons and stuff you can get. As well as if you have Amazon Prime and Twitch Prime or whatever, there's a thing you can link all your stuff. I don't know how all that shit works, but you can link it and you'll be getting a special emote that is like a pirate emote of like where you like drag your thumb across your neck to indicate like I'm going to cut your head off or you're a dead man or something. They're going to have special... Well, I've got an itchy neck. Or that. It could be, oh my God, where's my ascot? My neck is itching terrible right now. Could be. Very right, very right, very right, very posh. Uh, Also, a couple other like glam shit of like, I don't know, outfits and fucking, ooh, a special gun that looks like a whatever, you know. If you're a Prime member, you get you get snazzy stuff. Yeah, for free. Nice. I'm a Prime member. Excellent. Yes. And there's Prime to... is probably the most ridiculous eclectic subscription service in the world today. Yeah, it's like you could get free this and that, and they'll deliver an ice cream cone to your house, and you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah free deliveries and uh, faster deliveries and some streaming, but not a lot of streaming and an emote where you drag your thumb across your neck. Like, yeah. it's just the most ridiculous 90, spend, 90 quid I spend a year. Yeah, like, new TV shows and also you can learn Mandarin. And it's like, wait, what? How? Okay. <laughs> yeah, took- free audiobooks as well. Like, what the, what the fuck, Jeff Bezos? What the fuck? Hey, I'm, I, I ain't mad at it. I'm digging it. I'm, 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 <laughs> it's one of those deals where, unlike everything else, in, everything in this world is like, oh, you want this? It's going to be an extra 12 bucks. Amazon Prime mm. is the only thing where it's like, hey, you've already bought this. We're going to give you more stuff now. And it's That's like, true. Yeah. wait, what? That's you, a good point. You don't want any more money? You're just giving me more shit for what I already pay you? Mm. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take a moment real quick before we hop into some more stuff. And let's give away an, a, a, a game of New World, a brand new copy of the game New World. So... Let's see. How are we going to do this? How about uh, Ben, pick a word that it's going to be like hashtag whatever, and everybody will put it in the chat. Uh, Well, let's say this way. Let's say do it in the YouTube chat. If you're watching us on Twitch right now, we'll give you a minute. Hop into the YouTube chat real quick. Uh, I mean, unless you're like, I don't want to. I I already own it. I don't want to use Restream to collect everything. Yeah, okay, cool. Make it harder for me. I'll figure it out. Uh, let's see. How do I... Okay, I, I, I sorry, Kai, I assume you have re, you Restream up. We have, re, you we have Restream, and it sometimes works. It's the Stream Live Chat channel. Let's see if it's working today. Twin Pistols, so Gentlemen of Fortune, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. It's not working today, because all I'm seeing okay. is YouTube. So unless maybe okay, there's weird. zero on people in Twitch. Twitch. I, no, on Twitch, I'm seeing all the YouTube things. Coming in, so I'm seeing G pants from YouTube saying, "Okay, how are you going to determine the drawing and things?" I am opening up the Twitch right here. Oh, I'm seeing it in Twitch now. Twitch seems to work. Twitch, I am here. Okay, so we're seeing. Weird. Yes, <laughs> I have now. For whatever reason, it was all YouTube before, but now I'm seeing Twitch too. Okay, I have the restream up. So here's what we're gonna do. Ben, you pick a thing where it's like say hashtag whatever, uh, and then. Uh, or maybe, how about, do you want to do like a number between one and a hundred and then Suv will pick, uh, the number? Suv, don't look at the, don't look at the, at the chat. Oh, no, I've just given the hashtag to Schnau. Nice. <clears throat> okay, what's the hashtag? 
Hashtag bastard sword. All right. So everybody put hashtag B A S T A R D S W O R D, no spaces. And then <clears throat> do, 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 stream live chat. Bastard sword. I'm seeing nobody having it up. Okay. One person. Ben just put it in. Oh, it's there's, there's a delay on this thing. I'm sure plenty of people are putting it. We have a delay coming up, yes. All right. So bastard sword is the thing. Yeah, I gave him stuff to copy and paste. All right. So copy and paste that. Any, It doesn't matter. I, like, I'm seeing a guy put it in with a space in all caps. That's fine. It'll work. Don't worry. We're not going to be real stupid about this. Uh, every, or just all... right. give me a free copy of New World. <laughs> all right. So uh, now um, we're going to give this another 30 seconds, and then you're going to pick a number between Suv between 1 and 100. And I'm going to count down that many from after when Ben put it. And that's going to be the winner. I've got Ben's highlighted now. So, yeah, I'm, I am super, super psyched. What do you, uh, what are you guys feeling about this, this, this hint on these new, uh, these new weapons? Aroused. Mm. Choices are good. I like choices. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it's missing some of my favorite weapons and, Hopefully they'll come in at some point. Are we talking crossbow? Well, uh, crossbows, bastard swords, daggers. Daggers is one of them that they also showed. Du dual daggers is a thing that, that they showed. Oh! Is that going to be launch, 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 launch? Yes. Not on launch. After, soon after. Soon after, though. Like it's like very we've seen soon. The, we've, we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen UI for it. So okay. that. So here again, coming back to my previous point. Um. Yeah, okay, now people are pulling, like, random.org. Okay, cool. We'll do that for the next one. Yeah. But we've already started this contest, so we're going to do it like this one for this one. Um, but The next contest should just be, like, some like everybody demand a free copy of New World, and the first person to demand a free copy of New World gets it. I think the next contest is going to be run by Sub and Ben, and then I will throw out ideas as, after we've started, and they can just deal with it. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. yeah. Uh, so, yes, dual daggers is a thing. As I was saying with Amazon, though, these guys are the leaders of, we'll just throw a billion dollars at it, and eventually we know you'll come to us. I, There have been leaks and people that I think have violated NDAs that have already shown there is going to be a very aggressive release strategy with this game where it's going to be like every two to two and a half months Here's a new zone. Here's a new weapon. Here's five new dungeons. We're doing more. We're doing more. We're doing more. They're going to throw stupid amounts of money on this and make this the next super fucking MMO. And I, like, don't get me wrong. That strategy would not get you there if you don't have a phenomenal foundation. But they have a phenomenal really foundation. Have. Yeah. Really so when you take a phenomenal foundation... And then add to it, we're just going to pump out shit like you wouldn't believe. Like, I, yeah, I just, my erection can only get so big. Uh, all right, we've given enough time. Uh, so where is Ben's thing? Daggers, Christmas, ba -ba 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 -ba. Da -da -da -da. Ben says bastard sword. <clears throat> just for the record, everybody who's listening to Souverine and putting, you know, give or give me this or whatever, that's not going to work. We very clearly told you what you need to do. Here's Ben's thing. Souverine, pick a number, and that's going to be what wins it. Go. Five? Five? 
Wow. Okay. Uh, So number one uh, was Ben. That's zero. So number one is going to be Twitch Lazaro. Two is Control. Nope. He didn't put that in there. Two is Mark Santheus. Three is Dunkel Aura. Four is Vith True Lam My Ass Off. And five is Evans 04111. Evans 04111 on Twitch. You have just won a copy of the game New World. You've won well done, Evans. Well done. <laughs> yes, you have won one of the two copies we're giving out. For those of you who did not win, good news, you still can win a copy. And we're going to hope Evans doesn't hate it. Yeah, what if Evans is like, "Oh fuck you guys. I was just here to to talk about uh uh Citizen Connor. I was just here to yeah, talk about you. What if he's what if like, Evans is like <laughs> Yeah, what if, what if Evans is like I hate video games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Seemed to be excited and pleased. Yes, he's in the chat. He's very happy. He says that we hope to see you in it. He says that he wants his copy delivered by Souverine. I don't. You've got a. (laughs) You've got a fan. Who wouldn't? What should I wear? Evans 04. Red lingerie. He says in the chat. Done. Sorted. All right. And a a tricorn hat for thematic (laughs) completeness. Well, that'll get control it on excited. So now you've got a you've got Evans and a Swede in Brooklyn happy. All right. So Evans, uh, here's how we're gonna do it. Join the Discord, um, and uh, in the Discord, ping me, message me, send me a a, a message, and I'm gonna give you a a thing to put in. And yeah, in fact, join the Discord right now while the show's still going, and uh, <clears throat> message me. And I'm going to give you a thing, and then you're going to type it in the chat, and then I'm going to know it's really you and not somebody else. And then I will have your Discord. I will give it to uh, Cotadile, who uh, will get you your copy, like, today, so that you will have it for uh, launch, because we want you to be there. Join us. We are going to go Marauder Faction on the Sitara server, and we're going to be there for launch. So... It's N-A East Sitara, S-I-T-A-R-A is the name of the server. Marauder is the faction. You can pick the faction once you get to like level nine or whatever. It's There's an MSQ. There's a part of the main story quest line where they're like, you must now choose a faction. You can't join us until you do because it doesn't let you join a company until you're part of a faction already because you can only join a company that matches your faction. That's a mechanic of the way that that works. But you can join us as soon as you do, and we will be up and running. It'll be awesome. It'll be good times. Um, Let's see. I think Evans just joined the... Evans, tell me what is your... uh, What do you call it? What is your Discord name? I think you're probably... Rando Commando. I want to make sure that we get this to the right person because it's super tight on time before the launch. And I, I want you to be there for day one. But, um, <clears throat> all right. So that is super, super exciting. There is going to be a second copy of the game given out on this show. And the way that that is going to work is this. When the show goes down... Uh, and ends, um, you will put a comment. It could be anything in 
this episode on this on this show, but it not not the live chat. I'm talking about the when we end the show, and the chat is now it's like you know the comment section in in YouTube. Go and put a comment, and when you do, we're going to pull uh, tomorrow night. So that way it'll be before the launch. We will pull tomorrow night at like. Mm, should we make it a, in 24 hours time? Well, I might be at work at that point. Tomorrow at about this time, we will pull we'll do a pull and when we do, I will uh this is fucking rough. How do we do this? Okay, I will we'll pick okay, somebody. Kai, 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 Kai. If yes. you want because I'll be doing I know I'll be doing nothing basically at 10 o'clock tomorrow night so i can i can pick somebody at random from all the comments in the youtube video at 10 o'clock tomorrow night if you want that's not hard the hard part is i need to then we need to figure out a way to get that person to confirm their identity in discord where like you know you you they need to join the discord you need to message them and say hey post in post another comment that says okay hi kai, kai this is evans i got you evans all right i got your set you need to tell them post another comment in the YouTube section, comment section, like post one, two, three, four, five, and then they will post that. And then you can now make sure that the person that contacted you and said, yeah, I'm the winner. You make sure that they are the winner. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, so we'll do, we'll do that. And then, uh, uh, so anybody post a comment, Ben will see it. You need to, then he's going to pick out somebody. You need I'll put somebody out. Tell them to get into Discord, and then we'll work. We'll confirm identity and get codes across. Yes. So, so then Ben will post a message tomorrow in the Discord saying, uh, you know, or in the in the in the comment section saying, you know, you know, Mister Smith, you're the winner. Join the Discord. You join the Black Sky Legion Discord. Ben will uh send you a thing saying, yeah, uh, post you know a code, post a five digit number on the comment section you go back and post that and then he'll message me and say this is the winner i've confirmed it this is their discord and i will immediately yeah. immediately tomorrow buy you the game so that you have it and you're ready on download evans is already sorted i got you bro i will be uh putting you in touch with the guy who's going to give you the code for the for your for your game he'll get your your steam code and get you the copy of the game all right beautiful sorry for all of the awkwardness of trying to figure out the prize thing. Um, but a, again, this game drops in under two days. I'm more excited for this than I have been for any MMO in quite some time. This is legit. It's here. It's ready. And it's going to rock the world. B, this trailer was hype. What did you guys say? Uh, aside from the, from the, the new, you know, weapon combo show, what did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, I didn't, it, to be honest, it was it was one of their less revealing trailers. Like it was very, um, a lot of the other trailers have been more colourful, showed more of the actual gameplay, more mm. of the environments. This one was very sort of um, minimalist, if mm. that makes sense. Very stylish, but it it wasn't as um, it didn't get me as excited as some of the other things. Yeah, I get I'm it. There, it didn't, it didn't grab me by the bollocks. I think it was it was fun. I think the purpose of this one was more general hype for people that haven't heard yet. Hey, there's a thing and it's coming out in a couple days. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I just, I, I just want to make a point about new worlds release. Sure, sure. Um, I, um, in 
in the last 12 months or maybe a little bit longer i've been there's been a, a slew of uh games that i was excited for or expansions to games that i was excited for that um that released uh basically completely shit um and um i really like the fact that new world has had about six or seven alphas and betas like um I thought of this when you just said um, it's coming out in in two days' time. It's going to be great, and I was thinking, actually, we do know that. That's not a guess. We do know that it's going to be great because we've all already played it for tens or hundreds of hours. Like this isn't a guess. Like we've actually we know this because it's had loads of alphas and loads of betas because they were sensible. They thought making an MMO is complicated. Making games is very complicated these days. Um, Loads of things can go wrong in a global rollout. Do you know what? Let's do fucking tons of alphas and betas and public tests. And yeah, okay, so what? That it won't be a big surprise upon launch. But at least it won't be an absolute clusterfuck. Um, and that has really annoyed me about other things. A couple of, well, one specific example, but, um, it, but certainly not the only example of where games have not done that. And they haven't had an early access period and they haven't, they haven't had a beta or an alpha and they've just launched and thought everything would be fine. And lo and behold, making games is enormously complex these days. The internet's a big place and it's an absolute clusterfuck and the servers explode. Like, what did you expect? And I just, I just really like the fact that we don't have, that that is so much less of a risk with New World because it, we've already, they've been so sensible about how they've developed it. Mm. And and I, there was somebody in the chat that was like, well, Josh Strive Hayes seemed to be fairly critical of it. I'll point out, I like what Josh does. I like his content, his YouTube videos. I think he, he makes very interesting commentary because he generally tends to take the opposite view of everyone. If everyone is hype on something, he will point out the problems with it or whatever. If everyone is trashing something, he will say like, well, actually, I played it and here's why it's good. You know, it's got this and that and the other. Um, with regard to New World, his main criticism of it, he said... This game's already been figured out. It's been so well playtested through all the alphas and betas and whatever that it's all figured out and you can go online and see guides to do everything and what's the point? Doesn't that suck Who all cares? the fun out of it? Well, I would point out as a as a as a counterpoint to his comment, number 1, yeah, it is really well tested. It's amazing that somebody gives you a chance to test the game ahead of time and actually make it released well. But also Amazon have publicly stated repeatedly, and for people who played the beta and paid attention, you know that the, the whole quest line stops at around, I don't know, 24 or whatever. It stops at a point where it's like, they're like, okay, we're not telling you. Like, we're just, the quest stop, the main story quest line stops, this, and the people that kept leveling that, oh, I got to level 60. Yeah, they grinded the shit out of side quests or whatever. They didn't actually play the main story and they haven't been able to see all of the actual sort of content so i i just with respect to josh i disagree with his premise and i think there's a ton you don't know but you don't know what you don't know yet so we'll see but i definitely confirm suv's point of it's refreshing to get a game that's properly tested and you know what you're going to get and not get... Yeah, it's just so much better. So much better than massive hype, loads of secrecy, and then inevitable disappointment. Mm. It's so so refreshing to see that with a studio just being realistic about the challenges of releasing a big global online game. Now, have either of you, Ben, Suv, 
Have either of you also seen the other leak stuff with all of the, the like where they're talking about new zones, no, I'm avoiding new dungeons? All that shit. <clears throat> okay. No, yeah. It's looking very much like I said, like we are getting a Halloween event, some sort of a Christmas yeah. event, some sort of a New Year's event, and by around Christmas time, if not before that, we're going to be getting new zones, new. Eight at one, so two new zones specifically. The one that everybody's heard about, Burning Sands. The other one that I'm not going to mention because it's very. That one's sort of still hush hush, and I don't want to spoil anybody. Like the one is public knowledge at this point, but the other I don't want to give away. Um, <clears throat> six new dungeons. I'm not going to give any details on those away yet. Uh, multiple, like everyone knows about the Void Gauntlet. Even Amazon in their original in their in their press release on that IGN thing or whatever they showed, they were like, "Yeah, we know people want." another caster dps class and that'll probably come and then he literally just showed the void gauntlet on the screen uh like so yeah that one is way well known the other ones some less so some more so but we've already gone over them the big thing to me that i was super super hyped for was they were saying like yeah kind of expect every two months like a, a like a so the way that star citizen does you know, four times a year, a patch drop. They're looking at maybe five to six times a year, a patch drop. And if you get five to six times a year on this incredible foundation, one new zone, three new dungeons, oh one yeah, new class. So holy shit. This game is in... Because again, I'll say it. Right now, people are leaving World of Warcraft like it's a ship on fire. It's already underwater and people are diving quick. And New World's going to pick up some of those people. The other game that's picking up a ton of those people is Final Fantasy. And I am not talking shit on Final Fantasy in any way. It is an amazing game. But it is on very old legs. They've already stated that this patch that's coming out now, this big uh, new release that they're doing, the expansion, is the last one. Naoki Yoshida is already, who's the genius that runs that game, has already started working on the next thing. He's doing a fantasy MMO that's like no technology, just fantasy, old school Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy 1 where you got chocobos and 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 rowboats and sailing ships and even flying ships, but like flying ships with a magical gemstone spell, not 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 engines and jets and shit. But that's going to be a couple years out. I think legitimately we're going to see a massive wave come to New World at launch. I think it's going to be a huge hit. I think it's going to be one of those things where the success of it, like there's tons of people that haven't heard of New World yet that even sort of pay attention to whatever, but they haven't heard about it. But it's going to drop as such a huge success that it's going to, you know, nothing succeeds like success. It's going to accumulate more and more and more. It's going to avalanche. And then I think a year from now, when the Final Fantasy, the last Final Fantasy 14 expansion is, you know, has been out for a bit... I think we're going to see people start to look around for where am I going next? And I think we're going to see this game catch another huge wave. I think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be very, very exciting. I, 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 I yeah, I just think, oof, it's so good. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up. Um, just as a quick reminder for everybody, this, like, two days ago, Foundation dropped uh, uh, October, uh, oh, sorry, uh, two days from now, 
New World drops. October 8 is New York Comic Con, where they're going to have details on the final season of The Expanse. October 9th, the day after, is Sitcon, with all of that information. And October 10th, the day after that, is Dune. Like, holy shit, it's going to be amazeballs. All right. Oh, my God, dude. Yes. Oh, oh, have you have you seen the the people that it, like? So it's already opened overseas in select markets in theaters only, and it, it yeah, is I've a the, massive. I've seen the, yeah, yeah, people, the responses are amazing. People are saying it is so good. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, uh, I think we got everything, guys. Do you have anything else before we call it a night? Nothing from me. I've just got a ten second thing. Do it. Relating all of this back into sci-fi. So, Blue Origin's motto is Gratitim Ferociter, which basically means step-by-step step ferociously. Nice. Which is exactly what we're seeing with the development of New Worlds. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate to correct you, but if you actually go through the scholarly Latin, Gratitim Ferociter actually means free delivery in two days. <laughs> That's not what we're getting with, with New Worlds. But we still get delivery in two days. Hell yeah. From today. All right. I love each and every one of you, except for you. You know who you are. Step the fuck Yeah, back. you're a twat too. Yeah. Um, so, yes, in the comment section of this video, write a comment. Do it quickly uh, when the comment, you know, when the, the video stops here in two minutes. And uh, tomorrow, Ben's going to pick a winner and he's going to message with you. This is great. I've unloaded this responsibility to Ben. He's going to message you and he's going to get your information to me, your Discord information, and I will immediately get you the game uh, because we want you to have it for launch. Join us Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for the launch. We're going to be on the Sitara server in the fucking green guys, the Marauders faction. Let's do this. I love you all. Good night.